Welcome to the Homeschooling Homemakers Podcast, where it's time to embrace the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey of being a keeper at home, creating a space for your husband and children to thrive, all while keeping Jesus at the center of it all. Hi, I'm Chantel, wife to one, mama to three, and I'm here ready to share with you practical tools to help you thrive in the roles you were created for. This is a place for you to throw aside all distractions and run into true freedom and joy of serving your family well. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Homeschooling Homemakers podcast. Truly blessed by you taking time out to listen. So we talked about in our Fixed Focus February episode how we are going to be praying fervently. And we define that word as having or displaying a passion um, with like intensity um, that's fueled. You know this prayer is fueled by the Holy Spirit. And this is not to be seen or heard as we see in the Bible. We talk, you know, we read about um, people who want to be seen and heard versus truly sincere But we're focusing on um, being fervent in our prayer life. Um, But before we talk about our own personal um, areas that we want to focus on, I mentioned too in that last episode that it's only when we get serious with God can we expect an answer. Um, And for me, it's, The question is, do we truly believe that God answers prayer? And yeah, that may be a given, but that question has been raised more than on one or two occasions. Um, Because when you're, when it comes to prayer, when you're entering into this communion, this fellowship, you have to be all in. And I mentioned it affects our minds. We should be occupied by the things of God. And how is that? That's why I mentioned too, prayer and the word of God has to go together. Um, what are we thinking about? What are we meditating on? Prayer affects our minds. We should be occupied with what God wants for us. It affects our will? Are we laying down what we want and picking up what he wants? Are we yielded to him? Are we led by him? It affects our emotions. We should want to be consumed with a love for him and him alone. So we're bringing our whole self when we're entering to our closets and we close that door to pray. We're we're bringing our whole self to the table. So in the saying, you have to be all in, you literally have to be all in. Um, Removing the distractions, removing those things um, that keeps your focus not fixed on him. Um, But the stress of prayer, it's, that's where we, that's where we're headed. Like, let's put the importance back on the word of God and prayer. And if you look in Ephesians 6, 
after you put on all that armor, skip down to verse 18. It says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. You put on all these pieces. There's an essential um, piece. It's not physically tangible, but prayer seals the deal when it comes to our spiritual battles. Um, And I mentioned you can't fight spiritual battles with physical weapons. You have to be all in spiritually. And let's look, like, look at some of the prayers in the Bible. I really feel like those who left um, a deep impression on this sin-cursed earth have been men and women of prayer. Like, we find that prayer has been the mighty, like, the greatest power that has moved not only God, but man. I looked up a few examples, and I wrote them down. And think about Abraham. He was a man of prayer. An angel came down from heaven to talk with him, y'all. Or the child that Samuel was given in an answer prayer of who? Hannah's. Now she fervently prayed. She prayed with passion, y'all. To the point she looked like it. She looked, they thought she was drunk. Elijah's prayer, y'all, it closed up heaven for three years and six months. And then he prayed again and the heavens gave rain. This is prayer going down in the Bible, y'all. We read on another occasion where Elijah brought down fire on Mount Carmel. The prophets of Baal cried long and loud, but guess what? No answer came. The God of Elijah heard and answered his prayer. Y'all, the God of Elijah still lives. Elisha prayed And life came back into a dead child. So if any of us have children who have gone astray, let us do like Elijah did. Let us entreat God to raise them up and answer to whose prayers? Our prayers. Look at Samson. He prayed. His trip came back. And he slayed more at death than during his life. He was a restored backslider and he had the power of God. Job, he prayed. His captivity was turned. Light came into places of darkness and God lifted him up above the heights of his former prosperity in answer to what? Prayer. Daniel, y'all know he prayed to God and Gabriel came and he told him that he was a man greatly loved by God. Three times, three times. I learned that that message came three times from heaven in an answer to prayer. The secrets of heaven were imparted to him and he was told that God's son was going to be cut off for the sins of his people. We also find that Cornelius prayed. 
and Peter was sent to tell him words whereby he and his should be saved. In answer to prayer, this great blessing came upon not only him, but also his household. Peter had gone up to the housetop to pray in the afternoon when he had that wonderful vision of the sheet let down from heaven. Guess what? It was when prayer was made without ceasing unto God for Peter that the angel was sent to deliver him. Y'all, we find that all throughout scripture, when believing prayers are sent up to God, guess what? Answers will come down. In this case, answers came down. And it's like, in the moment, that was the thing that drew me in, like in the moment, these folks believed. Look at Paul and Silas in prison. As they prayed and sang, guess what? That place shook. Because of their prayer and singing of praises, the jailer was converted. And I truly feel this one conversion has done more than any other recorded in the Bible to bring people into the kingdom of God. Think about it. How many have been blessed in seeking to answer this question? What must I do to be saved? It was the prayer of those two godly men. Can't just be no any and everybody, but two godly men that brought the jailer to his knees and that brought blessing to him and his family. Not just the jailer, but his entire household was saved. Y'all remember Stephen as he prayed and he looked up, he saw the heavens open and the son of man at the right hand of God. Y'all, that would have been a sight to see. The light of heaven fell on his face so that it shone. Remember, Moses, when he came down from the mount, y'all, he had been in communion with the Father. So when we get all in, when we really get into communion with God, he lifts up our countenance, up his countenance upon us. And instead of us having that gloomy look on our faces, they will begin to shine because God has heard and answered our prayer. And just think about that. I've gone from a doom, gloomy day to reading it a it didn't even have to be an entire chapter. It could be a few words or one verse, two verses. And y'all, it seems like everything changed. So when I read like Moses, Stephen, their countenance changed. That's what happens when we come in communion with the Father, when we're focused on the Father, when we're focused in our prayer, when we're praying fervently with a passionate intensity, when we're praying like that, 
these are the things that happens. In the moment, these, when I started looking, I was like, man, these are things that happen like right then. And I keep thinking about Elijah when he called down fire. And I'm thinking, man, right there on the spot, God answered. God got the glory out of that. The prophets of Baal crying out, thinking that, you know, we're going to get, you know, be loud in our prayer and all these things. And no, it said they cried long and loud. Elijah stood up on that mountaintop and called it down. And God answered right then and there. He gets the glory. God gets the glory out of this. Y'all, these are prayers of the Bible. These are examples of what happens when we call on, when we're all in and when we call on him, he answers. But we have to go in believing in order to expect him to answer. It may not come right there in the moment, but he answers prayer according to his will. But I wanted to give you some examples of prayer. These are just a few examples. I encourage you to go look through your Bible, write it down, highlight it. I like to write mine down so I can get back to them a little bit quicker. I like to write them out. Write out the scripture or write out the reference so you can go and flip through your Bible and find it. But go and find the power of prayer, the importance of prayer. Like, go and find it. This was such a blessing to me because these are men and women of prayer. We're learning about the importance. Y'all, let's get our focus back on praying. Let's get our focus back on truly being serious, being all in when it comes to our prayer life. God is answering prayer. Prayer changes things. Do you truly believe it? Until next time, remember to pray big and pray much. If you have found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of being a keeper at home. I am so grateful for you and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.